0: They're risk-takers,
1: innovators,
0: business owners,
1: and they're a couple.
0: Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship.
1: Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success.
0: Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, A Couple of Entrepreneurs,
1: co-founders of Branding Shorts. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs. Working together as a couple and spending most of your waking hours together isn't always easy. And sometimes it can be challenging, especially when conflicts arise.
0: And conflicts will arise. So how do you avoid disagreements turning into major arguments? And what is the best way to resolve conflict in this episode, we'll share some of the best practices from of our most successful entrepreneurial couples to keep your relationship and business running smooth.
1: Here's what Steve and Amanda from Amanda Bananas think about working together as a couple.
0: So the most challenging thing for working with your spouse is um, you're with them 24-7. So you come home, you're with your spouse, you go to work with your spouse, so there's no, there's no alone time. Amanda, how do you feel about it?
2: Hmm... Much I want to strangle him sometimes.
0: So. No, <laughs> so when you tell your friends and your family you're gonna start working together as a couple, you get very interesting reactions. Here's the reaction Red and Jeff Bonk from Homes by Bonk got from friends and family when they announced they were gonna go into business together.
3: It was um, it was a lot of oh okay, yeah. That, you guys so you work together and live together and you're gonna have kids together. And you live in a 1,200 square... Well, at the time, you live in a 750-foot S- studio? studio? Okay. <laughs> right? Like that? Yeah, that's a good idea. Go, go go for it, guys.
0: So what can you do as a couple to make working together a very successful experience? And what can you do or how can you avoid heated debate and conflict?
1: How important is it to clearly define roles I think that if we didn't have defined roles, it would just be chaotic. I'm more of like the face
2: um, in terms of like, I like talking to people. I like being at the window. um, I like doing the toppings. I like things looking like Instagram ready and Instagram pretty. Steve's like more of the back of the house. He can tell you how much a cup costs, how much a spoon costs, how much each thing. He goes nuts when I hand out extra spoons and extra cups.
0: She doesn't see how much a box of sprinkles costs.
2: But like that's me, like I'm like, oh, do you need an extra spoon with that? Or do you need like, you know? and. In him, he's seeing 10 cents, 10 cents.
4: In all seriousness though, we, we had a lot of powwows and we had a lot of bumps in the road. There was a lot of coaching. This involved a lot of coaching because we did it the wrong way a bunch of times. We tried to go on appointments together. We'd be talking over each other. We'd be cutting each other off. We'd be contradicting each other and it's not a good look. So we were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're doing something wrong because we actually don't work well together when we're literally working together. So we learn how to, through coaching, stay in our lane. All right, what do you do well and what do you hate? What do you do well and what do you hate? So then once we had actual clearly defined roles and we were able to succeed at you know whatever we excelled and whatever we liked and what we were passionate about, that's when it started to become a more cohesive unit and we didn't wanna kill each other. Because in the beginning, it was like, okay, come on, we have this listing appointment on Tuesday. And he'd be like, can't you just go by yourself? <laughs> oh my so, God. And I'd be so, like, you know, no, we're a team, you know, man.
0: <laughs> no. So what you're saying it's is familiar. great. So because you know the audience for this is a lot of folks that are starting businesses together. So can, can you, you know it sounds like what you guys are saying is, man, it is so key to define what each of you do to make this thing work. Yeah. But it's not easy, it sounds like okay. either, right?
4: no it's not like at first you have to be like all right we're gonna be a team how how do we how do we become a team and you have to try to like figure it out and what like where does this piece go or that and then when those pieces don't fit you have to then figure out how to make it all fit so that's when he i think studied the structure. Like this is the business guy. So he studied the structure and was like, here's how we got to do this to make this work. Otherwise it's not, we're not going to be successful.
3: I think there's this idea, right. Of like, and this is the extreme working with your spouse is like the extreme version of this, but whenever you team up and create like a partnership, it's one plus one, you want to try to make it equal three. And you can, there's a very fine line where one plus one can equal one or 0.8, right? Like it can actually do worse than the (laughs) one by itself. So if, if you don't figure out that formula right, you can either be duplicating efforts or even worse, diminishing your efforts. But if you do find the right ways to, to tweak, and they're small tweaks, they're not like massive, huge changes. So they're very fine tuning to figure out how to heck to stay out of each other's way, but also support each other and make the, the life of the other person more effective and efficient and better.
0: Now, it's often tough to agree on what you and your spouse just want for dinner or where to go on a vacation or what activity to sign your son or daughter up for at school. So how does that decision-making process work when you don't agree as a husband and wife business?
1: How can you do it without getting into major arguments and getting personal when you don't agree? Here's some great advice from Julie and Seth Jarrett of Jarrett Creative, the producers of hit TV shows on A and E and other major networks. They've been working together for over 20 years.
2: Having a good life coach <laughs> <laughs> uh, once in a while to talk to about how to keep it separate is pretty invaluable. I have to say, it's good to every once in a while be able to also just talk to someone and, and have you know a, a mediator for for certain things. Huh
1: just resolving disagreements can be really tough. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so, you know, Julie's always right. So that, so as long as, well, as long as the argument ends with- You're
3: right. You're right,
2: honey, then we're,
0: we're good. So, you know, that's so funny, because I always tell you that there's like like three words there. Mine is, it's my fault. That's all I, that's yeah, what I that's say. Like, one. and then I know yeah. I'm good.
3: Yeah.
0: I say it now. Yeah. Get it over with. Yeah. And I
2: I imagine that defines 95% of the relationships (laughs) out there.
5: Probably.
0: (laughs) So, so how do you guys, I guess that's when you guys make decisions, how do you do that when you don't agree? Like, how do you come to a solution? Because it is business, but then
5: getting
0: gay personal, right? Even in in a big corporation, so.
5: Yeah, we've been fortunate in that there's always been a very senior level person at our company. So that person for the past couple of years, he's kind of like the tiebreaker. Um, So like if it's something that really a third party can sort of help, they won't really he won't really make the decision for us, but he kind of gives like a a more non-biased point of view. Um, but I would say we, we do good conflict resolution between us. We just, we just figure it out. I mean, we kind of joke that I'm always right. I don't know if I'm always right, but more often than not, he'll be like, you just decide. Like there's never been a lot of like, it's true though. Don't say it's not. It's true.
2: No, I was going to, I was (laughs) going to say that through the arguing and, and the fighting. We and when, get to a resolution. And when I, that we find the resolution through all of the craziness of the argument, which, you know, I actually think makes sense within a creative world. And we're usually, it's usually creative discussions as they relate to money, of course. Um, but, yeah,
5: I mean, I think yesterday's a perfect example. We had, you know, it's funny, because. If you were an outsider watching us talk or argue, you would be like, wow, they just, they go at it. Right. But it's almost like to us, it's just the way that we speak to each other. But anyway, we were having an argument yesterday about something creative and I was pushing up against him and I was like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And he's like, I'm not wrong. Right. And so for me, if there's not a big financial implication to what he's passionate about, I'll kind of be like, okay and then i think the reverse happens i think if there's a big argument and we're at an impasse but there's like a big financial part to it he may in that instance be like all right we'll just you know so we kind of find our way through it right because yesterday i was just like all right fine just go if you want to spend an extra 10 hours working on that script that's your time you go i don't think it's necessary but go because it wasn't affecting the company in a bigger grander financial way
0: what great advice picking your battles otherwise right you could you could battle all day so what a great example by julie and seth from Jarrah creative on how they work things out and sometimes through what some people would say is arguing now let's hear a little bit from our friends lynn and paul from paul's custom pet food about what they have to add to this topic and another interesting tidbit they have to share
1: It's interesting, we hear a lot about uh, couples who work together, they have life coaches, they have some sort of mediator who helps them make decisions and kind of smooth things out.
5: Yeah, I think it's important. Well, you have to have that
1: third person to bounce stuff off. Assuming you're together 24-7. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait, that's that's another um, that's another little tip. You know, in the last year or so, we've tried to separate, and that makes it, it makes it easier on us and the business. What I've been trying to do a week of remote work at a at a time, if I can. So I'll go to New Hampshire, I'll go to Rhode Island where my family is, and hole up and just work for a week. So that puts a little distance, actual physical distance between us, which is, I think, helpful. That's really interesting because, yeah, because working side by side, we we work side by side. It's it's definitely has its, its pros and cons. <laughs>
5: right.
1: Here are some more great points from Frank and Jin, owners of Frankly Thai Restaurant. From the back of the house to the front of the house, this Thai-Italian duo have a unique recipe for keeping it together, when forces try to pull them apart.
6: You know, they have to, number one, believe in themselves, you know, and get ready for the wind to blow, because it's gonna blow. You know, I I tell people all the time, they ask me, how'd you do this? How'd you do, I says, listen, you keep the four walls of your house strong from the inside. I says, because the wind's gonna blow on the outside. I says, and you know, if you start letting problems into the front door, out goes the money through the window because there's a lot of problems. You have to keep the walls strong in in each other because there's gonna be a lot of problems, nothing. There's not one day that goes by that something doesn't uh, come up. Could be you need a a plumbing issue or something like that. You cannot panic, you cannot get upset, you cannot scream, you cannot yell, you can't get upset with each other. You have to be even keeled and it's hard and it takes discipline. And you have to know that going in. So that's the biggest thing. If you're going to start something, be prepared for all of those things, but never let it destroy what you built from day one as far as a couple. I don't care what you're selling, what do you think?
7: I think you have to believe in other and listen to each other. Don't talk the problem for anyone because you know why? Many people, many ideas and we come back to fight
6: to eat other. Yeah, whether it's staff. But I can tell a real story. When when I first met her, she came to my house with my apartment in Elmont, and uh, my friend was in charge of homicide in New York City. So my wife's in the kitchen, and she's deboning a pork shoulder with her knives, right? And she, like, pulls the whole joint out intact. And he looked at me, he goes, don't you ever mess with her, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, as big as you are, they won't find you. <laughs> so, Nothing left. That's a good deterrent, to knowing that you know you know your leaps and bounds. You know, a lot of couples, one guy you could be strong-headed. You can have it, and you know, agree to compromise and agree to say you're sorry. You know, listen, in the heat of the moment, things do go the wrong way sometimes, and you, you lash out and you say, "Oh, I wanted that dish to be the customers," that, you know. You have to understand everybody's trying as hard as they can. All my staff does.
7: You know why? We work together, eat together, see each other Mm 24-7.
6: 365
7: is so tough.
6: Vacation together?
7: Very, very tough. (laughs) If you don't believe each other, you don't believe, love each other, we don't listen to each other. We cannot stay like this. No, not possible. Sometimes I hold myself, don't talk, don't talk to anyone. And I'm so happy I don't talk to anyone. I'm so happy that I hold my tongue
6: you know, I, and I like, talk
7: to him. I have yeah. to talk to him. That What is the problem? Why do you do like that? Why do you like that? That is a problem. It's a can solve the problem for your mind.
6: I, yeah. I jot down songs and stuff still because I can't ever get music out of my soul. you know. And, and the song was called Don't Let the Quiet In. Because when it gets quiet, something's real, real wrong. You have to be able to talk about it. You know, not that quietness that you sit on the couch or somebody goes outside and you sit there and, like, you know, something's wrong. You know, you have to be able to communicate and talk it out. With that taking on of a business for entrepreneurs, you have to be able to understand going in that it's going to happen. You can't let it rattle the cage. Like you say, don't let the quiet in. Go home at night because you go home, we walk in this house, you got, what do you talk about? Oh, you talk about the restaurant, talk about who didn't show up, who didn't come to work, the price of eggs going up. Now you have to still talk about yourselves and, and, and things that make you tick and where you wanna be at a certain time. Like you also have to have an out plan tell the entrepreneurs this. You have to know when enough is enough. Just as any business, if, if you're tired of it, and if the business starts running you, then you have to do something different.
0: Now, you guys have a lot of great points, I and mean, I love the communication. You talked about the importance of, like, don't let the quiet in, right?
6: Yeah, you know, you, you can't stop communicating every day, you know, and you have to be sure that you're on the same page. I mean, you're going to butt heads, that's inevitable. You work it through, like you talk through it, you know. If you, if you take a space, like my wife has a garden, that's her therapy. She goes in the backyard and she grows everything. You know, and she she gets away from it at that point.
7: Frustrated, or something happened. They talk to the plant. They don't talk back to me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that.
0: And and then if they and if they talk back, they you just cut them down, and then and then you and, then you, put, and, you, yeah. you, and you, you cut them, them and, then you, and you put them in it and you serve them to the customer. Yes,
6: <laughs> just put them in the stew pot.
0: So we want to thank these amazing couples for sharing their words of wisdom on how to avoid conflict and resolve it. It's great to learn how they talked about the importance of roles, the importance of sometimes having a mediator, having your own space, having your own outlets, and of course, picking your battles. Not everything is worth fighting over.
1: These are really great tips. Starting a business as a couple isn't always easy, but there are things you can put into place to make it work and work successfully. If you're thinking about working as a couple, or if you're already working as one and you want to get some tips from couples who've gone down this road successfully, subscribe to our podcast, A Couple of Entrepreneurs, available on all podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. For more episodes, visit BrandingShorts.com forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.